0: You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. It's October 21st, 2015. I'm Nicole Bennett. Today's episode, D.C. preps to host over 1,000 Olympic leaders. Local leaders in Washington, D.C. tell around the rings that they want the over 1,200 sports figures attending the 2015 ANOC General Assembly to see the city in a new light. Delegates from the IOC, the Association of National Olympic Committees, and 206 NOCs will gather in D.C. for this year's General assembly october 29th through the 30th bob sweeney president of the local host committee spoke with me on tuesday and expressed high hopes for the assembly next week
1: well dc is the nation's capital some would argue the world capital um, and it is um, a huge opportunity for dc to host an event that is in this industry D.C. gets lots of major events every year, um, whether it's the U.N. or, the you know, the World Bank or, you know, leadership from around the world, governmental leadership from the wo- around the world comes to Washington every single day. What doesn't happen is that this whole segment of the world, and we believe that sports are a critical part of any infrastructure, does not come to Washington, D.C. And, um, and so this is an opportunity to, to really get them to understand that Washington is not just what they see on CNN every night, and that we are a real place, and that we um, love our sports, and that we can make a difference in the world through sports. And that is really our mission, is to get them to kind of see the other Washington. Not the Washington everybody hates but the Washington that we all, you know, love and that we call home.
0: So you said you've been working on this event since 2013. What have preparations been like? What have been your biggest obstacles in planning to host an event of this size?
1: Well, as you know, this is in the world of the Olympics. This is one of the three main family members. Um, So the ISC, Sport Accord, and uh, and ANOC and this is their general assembly. This is, uh, and because it's Washington D.C., it is attracting the leadership from all three organizations, and uh, so we're expecting over 1,200 people, and um, all of them are important in the Olympic movement. So um, it's kind of like um, hosting a state dinner without much more than just having one state. So whether the French ambassador comes, it's like having the whole country come, you know, the world come um, to dinner that night. It's more like a U.N. Uh, kind of dinner. And um, so uh, dealing with protocol issues and making sure that we are very, very buttoned up um, and complicated by the fact that the United States has a bid city in the um, in the bidding process right now makes it... Um, Makes it so that you know we have to abide by, you know, uh, certain rules that the IOC sets forth, so that there's no unfair advantage and no unfair access um, for people from LA or from the United States generally. The most important thing for us is that people walk away when they leave Washington, D.C. They leave with a different impression than what they have had coming in. This is a a um, a great place to bring events and to and to do business. So hopefully that's what that's what the end result is.
0: Sunil Saberwal, chairman of the DC host committee for the ANAC Assembly, also spoke with me on Tuesday and said this is a chance to showcase the non-political side of DC.
2: For DC this really is Uh, an opportunity to accomplish a couple of things. First of all, to showcase to the rest of the world that uh, Washington DC is not just about uh, politics but is much broader than that. To showcase the the beauty of the city, the sights, the nature, the, the sports infrastructure around. So really that this is a sports town not just a political town. That's number one. Uh, Number two, insofar as uh, visiting delegates, representative of international sports federations are interested in exploring the greater Washington area, with let's say a future world championship in mind or Grand Prix or even a conference then of course this gives them an opportunity to to see uh, uh, with their own eyes uh, what the region has to offer. So I would say those would be the two uh, uh, most important aspects that are brought to uh, D.C. uh, by having this event here.
0: Sweeney told ATR that the ANOC General Assembly does not mark his first brush with the Olympic movement. He led the committee behind D.C.'s pursuit of a 2024 Olympic bid among several roles in the Washington sports industry.
1: For the past 15 years, I I was the CEO of a group called the Greater Washington Sports Alliance, and um, we've had many brushes with the Olympic movement, um, over the years, including another bid. Uh, we, we put in a bid for the 2012 games. Um, 2024 was our second bid, um, actually, as a region. And, um, and so I did not lead the first bid, but I was involved uh, in the first bid. And, uh, and then throughout the course of the last 15 years, we've bid on, you know, fencing events, hosted uh, canoe kayaking events, but mostly on the event front. You know, the the either the world championship front or um, or um, hosting of of sporting events under the international federation's
0: guidelines. Sabarwal also has an extensive history with the Olympic Games.
2: My first inspiration actually came. When I read an article when I was 10, more than 40 years ago as a young child growing up in Hungary as a fencer, uh, it was an interview with Lord Kilinin, the IOC president at the time, how uh, the International Olympic Committee and a group of individuals are keeping the flame alive. And um, that really gave me an inspiration to uh, follow the Olympic movement uh, ever since. So let's say 40 years, first as a competitor, as a fencer, then as a referee. Um, And then I I had an opportunity to be the uh, chief of mission of the U.S. Olympic fencing team in Beijing uh, in 2008, which uh, actually is by far the uh, most successful U.S. Olympic fencing team uh, to date. Um, And then branching out from fencing, um, I um, had the honor of uh, being invited to serve on the IOC's um, Sport and Environment Commission back in um, 2000 by um, IOC President Sam Moran at the time and um, have been on that commission ever since. It's now changed its names to um, Sustainability and Legacy reflecting the time and the broadened mission of the um, IOC over time. So I really feel privileged um, Uh, to have been a a part of that uh, uh, organization. And really all my activities um, with the Olympic movement have been on a volunteer basis. So I feel honored that I've been able to um, combine my financial services career, my family life, and my passion and love with the uh, Olympic uh, movement um, Maybe the final thing I would just add that I am um, also the Secretary General of the International Fair Play Committee, which um, is an IOC-recognized organization, but more uniquely, it's probably the one entity that has a leg in both the UN system as well as the Olympic uh, system because uh, uh, we are kind of uh, sponsored, supported both by UNESCO and the IOC.
0: IOC President Thomas Bach, ANOC President Sheikh Ahmad, and IOC Executive Board Member Ganilla Lindbergh are among the roster of Olympic leaders who will be in D.C. for the Assembly. Sweeney told ATR that working with the U.S. Olympic Committee to prepare for an event of this size has been a rewarding experience.
1: Um, So working with the USOC has been actually awesome. and primarily, um, you probably know all the players at the USOC, um, but primarily um, Chris Sullivan has been leading um, this effort at the USOC. And so for the, I mean, he's who we started talking to a year and a half ago, and pretty much uh, on a monthly basis up until about six months ago, and then a weekly basis uh, since then, uh, we've been dealing with um, Chris and his entire team.
0: Sabrawal echoed Sweeney's sentiments.
2: Well, I think what's uh, very important here uh, to recognize that this is really an ANOC event, right? It's their 20th General Assembly meeting. Uh, they are the key organizers of this event, and for all purposes, it's an ANOC event, who are, um, who have been invited by the U.S. Olympic Committee to come to our city. Um, to our nation's capital. Uh, So from an organizational uh, perspective uh, I would uh, give uh, uh, practically all the credit to to the teams of Gunilla Lindbergh and Enoch and Chris Sullivan at the USOC for uh, what will be a great event that is going to take place in Washington next week.
0: Both Saberwal and Sweeney said they look forward to contributing to the Around the Rings reception being held in the backdrop of the ANOC General Assembly next week. Sweeney expressed admiration for the work ATR does within the Olympic movement.
1: To be quite honest, we want you to be successful. Um, and what Sheila does every day and the Hula family uh, does every day in supporting this movement is incredible. I know you're the foremost contributor to the dialogue uh, around the Olympic movement, and um, we just wanted to be supportive of the work you guys do.
0: Saberwal told me that his work with ATR represents the cohesiveness of organizations in what he calls the Olympic family.
2: We really think of this as a one big Olympic and sports family gathering with the ultimate objective of creating a great event uh, for our guests uh, uh, coming to to our capital. And in this regard, uh, we thought that uh, the local community uh, should uh, support uh, our partners which we, we, we consider Around the Rings a very important partner of ours and they're of course a key partner of the Olympic movement and we were uh, more than pleased to uh, incorporate whatever support we could give to, to ourselves directly and to our partners for uh, the Around the Rings uh, reception on, on, on Tuesday evening.
0: Again, that was Bob Sweeney, president of the D.C. committee setting up for the 2015 ANAC General Assembly next week, and Sunil Saberwal, chairman of the same local host committee. Be sure to check into Around the Rings for more on the assembly before it kicks off next Thursday, October 29th. And as always, check into ATR for all news related to the Olympic movement online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.